In a recent poll, 100 grown-ass women were asked, how often do you feel like you're not enough in one or more areas of your life? The answer may surprise you. But what's even more important is why we feel like we're not enough and what we can actually do about it. In this episode, you'll hear from therapist Melody Murray, who provides some key insight and learn the five simple ways to feel more enough that's worked for me and so many other grown-ass women. This is the Grown-Ass Woman's Guide. I'm your host and guide, Jackie McDougall. Menopause is unavoidable, but suffering? Yeah, that's optional. Kindra is redefining menopause with science-backed products, education, and my favorite thing, community. Whether you're wondering if you're at the early stages of perimenopause or you have already been there, done that, Kindra is committed to helping us all be the best versions of ourselves. When you have simple things that can help you take care of yourself, that make you a better you, because that's really what we're ultimately all after, why not take advantage of those? Get 20% off site-wide at OurKindra.com with promo code GAW20. That's OurKindra.com, promo code GAW20. In the Grown-Ass Woman's Guide recent poll of 100 women, 44% say they feel not enough often or all the time. Let me just say that again. 44% of women say they feel not enough often or all of the time. We're talking about areas like relationships, taking care of kids or aging parents, career, health, appearance, including weight and aging. But why is it that we feel not enough? I think there are a variety of reasons why we don't feel that we are enough. Just the anxiety of going from day to day and not feeling pretty enough or thin enough or tall enough or smart enough, successful enough, rich enough, not black enough, not white enough. I think that there is that hunger in our society that, I don't know, fueled by capitalism, I have no idea. Fueled by patriarchy, maybe, you know, not sexy enough, but yet you're not supposed to be sexy, but you have to be sexy, but not have sex. That anxiety, the insecurities, I think that there's just so much going on that you have to be really careful that you don't fall down the drain of, you know, what people are trying to sell you. Melody Murray is a therapist in the Seattle area who says a lot of our not enoughness was actually programmed years ago. That sense of security and confidence needs to be instilled in us very early on so it sticks. So it's real. And how many of us had those households where, you know, people were pouring into us in healthy ways? You know, it has to be very intentional. And I think only now are people being that intentional as they have conversations with their children to build that. You know, it's a battle. Some self-talk has to happen all day, every day for it to penetrate. Instill that within yourself that I am enough. I'm fine. I'm okay. You'd never have a baby in the nursery just born and be like, no, not enough. You little (laughs) fat bastard. (laughs) Uh, At what point are our needs an inconvenience or not good enough? Something happens around middle school. Something happens then 
that I think shifts, especially young women coming into their own and wanting to be attractive to other people, wanting to be accepted by other people, which if you don't accept yourself, you're always going to be on shaky ground with other people. I think that it's a really important thing to understand what is it that we give off, especially when it comes to children. What do we give off? When we see our kids, are we happy to see them? Or do we go, oh, when you know they're going to ask you a question, oh, what is it now? That'll make a kid feel like what they need doesn't matter. And if we got that, then we have a tendency, unfortunately, even if it was painful to pass that shit on. What's Melody's method for feeling more enough? This is going to sound really silly, but it has worked for a lot of my women, especially uh, women that are in the workforce. I always tell them to look around their office, find the Kevin of the office. And they'll say, who's Kevin? I'm like, Kevin's that guy that's got his feet up. He doesn't go above and beyond at all, ever. He just breezes in, does his job and breezes right on out. He's not stressing over a damn thing. You Mm got to be Kevin because Kevin's earning more than you probably. He's earning a check and he's not checking his phone or laptop at night or on the weekends. Look at Kevin and be the Kevin. Be Kevin. Men don't have these conversations. It sucks. Men don't have these damn conversations. Are they enough? Listen, if you don't have a Kevin at your work, I have some of my own tips that have worked for myself at times I really needed it and also for my clients. So grab a piece of paper or even your notes app because we're going to walk through these five steps that can change your life. Number one, identify the area or areas in which you feel like you're not enough. If there are multiple, write them all down, but then we're going to pick one at a time to go through the process. Number two, define what enough looks like in that area. What does it even mean? Get specific. Because if you're thinking you're not enough as a mom, what does it look like to be enough as a mom? What does it look like to be enough as a spouse? What does it look like to be enough in your job or a friendship? It really helps to define what it is that you think is enough so you can actually compare where you are and where you think you should be. Number three. Imagine someone you love. It could be your best friend, a sister, neighbor, maybe even a daughter. Would you hold her to the same impossible standards you expect of yourself? Seriously, be honest. Would you hold her to those same standards? Would you judge her so harshly or would you cut her some slack? What makes you so unique that you are expected to achieve some bogus level and be this person that you would never expect someone else to be? Why do you have to reach this impossible standard and other people don't? I always talk about the power of plates and napkins. When my kids were little and there'd be the class party and there'd be the sign up email that would come through, I would hop on that thing (laughs) so quickly, (laughs) depending on how crazy life was, right? So if I felt like, oh, I got that, I might make cupcakes or something like that. But if I had so much going on and I didn't have the capacity to do something big, I would hop on so quickly and get the plates and the napkins. Because guess what? They're having a party. They need the plates and napkins. They're just as important as the snacks. Mm -hmm. There's a foundation of the fun. They really are. There's a lot that's self-inflicted, but there's a lot of it we do to each other. So much judgment and criticism that we do to our fellow sister out there that's bullshit. 
Oh, is that all you did? Plates and napkins? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how much you love your kid. I brought blah, blah, blah. Keep your shit to yourself. I'm not giving yeah. you a standing ovation. If there was more just acceptance of being a regular person without going above and beyond, because what you're doing is you're shaking your shit on somebody else. And if we all did that more often, I mean, it's a ripple effect. Oh, yeah, I forgot to do that. Oh, I forgot that too. Okay, I don't feel so bad. Let's go to number four. Who is determining your enoughness or not enoughness? I was doing EMDR recently, and I'm going to do a whole episode on that later, but it's this really powerful process in therapy that helps you sort of like reprogram some traumatic events that may have happened in your life. And I was doing this, and this vision sort of popped into my head. Now, there's this light show in Paso Robles, California, where it's just all these colored lights, and it's acres and acres, and all you could see as far as you can look ahead is just these beautiful, beautiful lights. And so I had this vision while I was doing EMDR that it was like that, but it was all people, just people for acres and acres. And what was really interesting is there were people with red boxes over their heads and people with green boxes over their heads. And the red box people were people who had been hurt, who had gone through their own trauma, right? But they hadn't taken the steps to heal or evolve or move forward. So they're sort of living in that pain. And in that pain comes judgment and anger and so many other emotions. Now, the green box people, maybe they've been through their own share of pain and trauma, like the red box people. But these are people who have really committed to themselves and to their healing. They really care for themselves. They care about other people. They find value in who they are. So here's my question. Who do you look to when it comes to determining your enoughness? Are you spending all your time listening to the red box people and their opinions? By the way, there's a reason that there's a phrase that says hurt people hurt people, right? Or are you turning to green box people, those who maybe have gone through their own healing, who may give you some constructive insight, but aren't necessarily looking to hurt you or to criticize you? Now, I'm not saying every one of the people with the red box over them are intending to be hurtful. They're just people with their own experiences and their own programming like we've gone through. But when we put our own value in the comments of other people, how can we not feel like we're not enough, especially when that person hasn't even gone through their own healing journey? From whom are you looking for feedback in your life? Is it someone where you should really be taking that feedback? And by the way, whether it's a red box person or a green box person, the person you should be listening to is you. So number five, you can pause for a minute if you need to, to do this one, but imagine for a moment that you are enough right now. You can close your eyes, not if you're driving, of course, and envision yourself, no matter where you are in your life, no matter what's going on, no matter the noise and the clutter that's happening outside of you, just be quiet with yourself and say to yourself, I am enough just as I am right now. I want you to sit in that. See how that feels. You can just imagine it, you can think it, you can say it out loud. I am a human being doing the very best I can, and that's enough. I am enough. What does that feel like for you? How would your life look if you stopped and you reminded yourself every day 
just for five seconds, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, five minutes. I am a human being doing the very best I can, and that's enough. I am enough. We all have thoughts of not enoughness, but your thought is just that. It's a thought. It doesn't make it true. But string enough thoughts together repeatedly over and over again, and it will become a belief. And when you believe something, your actions follow. Believe you're not enough, you behave like someone who's not enough. If you believe you are, your actions will follow that. We have so much more impact on the outcome in our lives than we could even realize. But it all starts with changing that thought one thought at a time. I can much guarantee that there's no one in the world judging you as harshly as you judge you. What if you were to give yourself a little break and start to show yourself more compassion and understanding because you are enough. You don't have to accomplish anything or achieve anything to be enough. You just are. While some people connect enoughness to worthiness, I see them as very different concepts. By definition, enough is sufficient, all that is required, needed, or appropriate. As an adjective, worthy is having worth, merit, or value. So while maybe you don't feel like you're enough at work or at home or with friends, it doesn't mean you don't feel worthy of that job, that family, the relationships. So let's go back to the survey. I asked the same 100 women, when you think about the life of your dreams, how worthy do you feel in receiving it? They rated one through five, one being not worthy at all, and five being the most worthy. The great news, 73% of grown-ass women rated their worthiness a four or five. I love that. But 27% scored a one, two, or three when it comes to feeling worthy of a life they absolutely love. 27%, a one, two, or three when it comes to feeling worthy to receive the life of your dreams? So I asked Melody, what is it we have to do to be worthy? We're worthy of everything amazing and beautiful and even mundane. We're worthy for just waking up in the morning, just by being alive. I've had moments where I've laid down to take a nap and said to myself, come on, you've got so much stuff to do. And then I'll say, but Melody, you have a right to rest. You need to rest. Your body is saying it's tired. Listen to your body. And so all those things that we would say to our friends, we have to say, wait a minute, am I going to be my friend first? Got to be your best friend first. And that means loving on yourself, even when you don't want to, even when it's against your nature, that is something that has to be adopted. Feeling like we're enough and worthy of so many good things life has to offer is absolutely an inside job. Journaling, meditation, getting out into nature, just engaging in activities that connect us back to ourselves is so important. But all of it starts with how we talk to ourselves. I think that, you know, we need to take those pauses to just go, wait a second, is this helping me? Whenever I'm talking shit about myself, how does that help me feel good? If whatever I'm thinking or saying does not help me feel like a calmer, happier, more confident person, then I need to say something different. Let's continue the conversation in our Grown Ass Woman's Guide community. Visit grownasswoman.guide forward slash group to join. And don't forget to hit follow on your favorite podcast app 
or even provide a rating and review. We love to know what you think. But most importantly, if this episode speaks to you, share it with a friend. And if you feel inspired, consider buying us a coffee. There's a link right there in the show description. This has been the Grown Ass Woman's Guide. I'm Jackie McDougall. Until next time, you're enough. You're worthy. You're a grown ass woman. Spring has sprung. And with the change of seasons, sometimes comes an increase in vitality. If you're feeling in the mood for a little more personal time, may I suggest Coconut. Coconut is all about providing clean and natural ingredients when you're enjoying your most intimate moments with or without a partner. Naturally safe products developed by people who are obsessed with quality. Get 15% off with promo code GROWNASS at grownasswoman.guide forward slash coconut. That's 15% off with promo code GROWNASS at grownasswoman.guide forward slash coconut.